Well, hey, and welcome to Movies Our Dad Made Us Watch, the podcast where three siblings turned friends, turned enemies, turned frenemies, discuss the movies their dad made them watch and that define their childhood. Now, this is a big one. We've got the 1991 film this week, Father of the Bride, starring Steve Martin, Diane Keaton, with a show-stealing supporting actor turn from Martin Short. I just cannot get enough of this film. And as we discuss, we love it because it's not really a romantic comedy, and it's not really even about a wedding at all. So whether you're curious about the movie or you've watched this a thousand times like us, we hope you enjoy All right, so we're going to start off with our self-appointed rating system uh, that comes from our father, the self-five, as we explained in a previous episode. Uh, my dad will, at times, give himself a self-high-five if no one is around to high-five him. So, um, father of the bride, how many out of five self-fives do you give the movie Emma? Five. Five self-fives. Emma, you're too far from the microphone. I'm sorry. You're the only one of us with Scooped performing closer. background. I'm you're you're a trained, you are on the stage well, at I a college. Can, Neither of us were. So. I can project my voice. Okay, I need, yeah, there you go. See, look, there you're doing there it. You there you go. There Sorry, I'm being a big brother right now. I've been now. yelling at children all day, so. <laughs> big whoops. So no, <laughs> no, vocationally. Well, that sounds bad. Like, for, as for your job, <laughs> like, as a teacher. Yes. But we want to be clear to the Texas Teachers Association. <laughs> Like not actual, not actual s- screaming. Screaming. It was just, please sit down, <laughs> stop moving. In a firm, calm voice. Yes. Tea. Okay, great. So Emma, how many out of five self fives? Five, five self fives. Okay, why? <laughs> because it's such like it's one of the those movies that I know every single line, but every time you watch it, it's still so heartwarming. Like you don't get oh, tired man. of it. The feels. Yes. The feels don't the fade. The opening notes of <laughs> the music. It like. It's so tear-inducing. I know. Ugh. I cried when I watched it this time, Same. like several times. Same. Okay, Kara. Five. Five of five. <laughs> five of five. <laughs> Always. Five of five? Five of five. Were you, it sounded like you were stuttering. For five. I don't have a stutter, guys. Five. I am saying five of five stars. Five uh, of five. Sorry, not stars. Five <laughs> of five. <laughs> okay, we got to get back on track here. Um, okay, for me, I will, for reasons I will explain later, I will give it four out of five four. self fives. No. Be no, no, because I have a hot take on the movie. Do you want me to do the hot take up front or should we do it after the best scene? Ooh. Maybe, okay, I think it would be better to do the scene yes. and then okay. I'll give my hot take. Okay. Do we, okay. Are we all doing a scene this time or is it just Emma? Um, Emma has the, she's the keeper she of that keeper. segment. Okay, yeah. okay. Okay, so, um, but first, before we get there, for those of you who have not seen the movie, you got to know going in, we're big fans, but Kara's going to give you the synopsis just in case your childhood was stunted and you did not see this movie. Yeah, <laughs> just in case. George Banks and his wife Nina are the proud parents of Annie, but when she returns from studying abroad and announces that she's engaged, their whole world turns upside down, especially that of overprotective George. From meeting the in-laws to wedding plans with an over-the-top consultant, Martin Short, and his flamboyant assistant, B.D. Wong, it seems as if the troubles never end in this update of the classic Spencer Tracy comedy. It was released in 1991, Ooh. the year of my birth. Oh, okay. 
Okay, good. I think that was a pretty good synopsis. Yeah, I take issue, as I will explain in a minute, with just tagging George with the word overprotective (laughs) from the get-go. Yes. Um, And over-the-top does not seem to describe Martin Short's character enough. Right. Because he's a maniac. But (laughs) other than those things, I think it totally makes sense. Um, Here's a really interesting question, though, I want to ask you after that synopsis. Who's the movie about? I think it's about George. I do too. And here's the question that we're going to get into in a second. What relationship is the movie about? I feel like this is a quiz. Are we answering now? Yeah, yeah. What do you think? I think, like, so when I was watching it, I came away thinking, this isn't just about a wedding. And it's not just about a father and a daughter. It's about any parent and child. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's about, like, there's that line where he says... I'll read it later if we get to our favorite lines, um, where he realizes that she's not going to be there anymore and something inside began to hurt. Oh, oh, man. And it just makes me think, like, that's when your child goes to college or that's when your child, like, maybe you have a falling out with your child. It's about the parent-child relationship mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. And it's not just them leaving because they're getting married. It's they're growing up. Yeah. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I, I don't really feel like the movie... Yeah, I mean, it is about a wedding in that sense. But the reason the movie, I think, is so universal, because I know people who aren't married that love the movie. I know people that only had sons, so yeah. they don't know the father of the bride thing. They love it. You know, I know people that, that got married, never had kids. They still love it. Because I think there's a, something universal to the parent-child relationship. And whether it's good or bad, you always have someone in a relationship mm-hmm. with your parent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is really what the movie's about. I think the wedding is like the excuse... To like explore all of these yeah. things, but I think you're right. Like, the, the, your kid going to college, or your kid moving to a different state, or you yeah. know, like all those things are things everybody goes through. So, yeah, I think we're agreed. That's our that's our take mm-hmm. is that the movie is a great movie, even though it's not a romantic comedy. Which you might think, if you just it's like not, saw the no. cover, it's not about their wedding. It's not about their love story. It's yeah. about parents and kids. Yeah. Uh, which I think is beautiful. Okay, so then with that, let's move to next scene in just a second. Okay, we're back with best scenes. Take it away, Emma. All right, so the best scenes, because these have played in my mind since I was like probably five years old. And there's a lot of montages in this movie, which I really like. Oh, that's true. The writing is chef's kiss yes it is and it's it's very much when you plan a wedding your brain kind of works in montages sometimes so i felt like it was like it really captured planning a wedding but my first my top scene is the basketball scene when annie and her dad yes. play basketball because yeah. like me the and my first dad, time yeah the first yeah. time my dad and i never played basketball but like we had our little things like growing mm-hmm. up and this time that i watched it there's certain mannerisms that they do that are the same. There's like yep. three different mannerisms and I was just like, oh, oh yeah. my gosh, they're the same person, which is me and my dad. Oh, sometimes that's great. We do things. And then he ends up saying that after when he's talking to Brian at the oh, bar and yes. he says, Annie's me yes. and Brian's Nina. Exactly. Yeah. And I love that. So I think it's just really cute. Oh. Because after they kind of have a fight and then yeah. it's like their makeup. Yeah, so, love that. That was the first one. And then the engagement announcement when <laughs> <laughs> she's... Telling her parents, like, okay, I'm getting married. And I don't know how you would do this 
and like wait that amount of time. Who does that? I would just I would have to tell my parents like way earlier. Yeah, I she's insane. Yeah, I don't know how she like held it together, but it flashes to <laughs> George Banks replaying it in his mind as little Annie telling yes. him, "Yes, and we're getting married." <laughs> yes. Oh, so good. I used to say so that so good. But the look he has. The eyes. It's a Ricky look. It's a Ricky look. Because yeah. I don't know if there's any listeners out there that think Ricky has very George <sighs> tendencies. Yes. But there's a few scenes where I'm like, why am I never realized this? I, hey, I'm fun. <laughs> I could be fun. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's amazing. So, And then the next one was the montage right before the wedding where oh, george yeah. is like he can't sleep and he's replaying annie's like childhood yeah, yeah. oh oh man it's just the so feels. Very precious so sweet um and then obviously the first time we meet the wedding planners which yep. is mark short yep and it's it just reminds me of mom because he can't <laughs> understand anything he's saying <laughs> that's such a mom thing to happen oh my gosh it's so bad because it's like they both annie and nina understand and they keep having kind to translate of. they're like the cake dad oh oh okay. yeah <laughs> but it's amazing and then he keeps like throwing all these lavish things like they have no budget yeah yep yep, yep yep it's amazing um, the last one was the goodbye when after the wedding when Annie calls her dad, mm-hmm. and because she didn't get a chance to say goodbye, which logistically I have so many questions sure, about that wedding. Sure, that always sure. made me so upset. yeah, oh yeah. The gosh. logistics of it are hard to understand. Yes. Like what is happening when? Like, didn't they have a father daughter dance? Did like, they not could, take pictures? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of things. A lot of know. things. A lot of things. But she calls her dad before she gets on the plane, which again also why would you leave the night of your wedding for your honeymoon to Hawaii? Yeah, that. That, just well, seem, seems yeah, like yeah. I guess that's even though they live in California, they would still get there at like one in the morning. Yeah, it's like a yeah. six-hour flight. I don't understand. Whatever. But, a lot of questions. But she narratively, it's beautiful though. Yes, narratively, it works. So also, side note: plane phones. Plane. Remember phones. that moment where yes. it was like these are gonna be here forever. Oh god, that's great. Okay, those are outstanding scenes. Emma, what's your favorite? The basketball scene. Is oh my favorite. man. Okay, uh, Kara. Favorite scene? Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, there's so many. Every scene that Martin Short is in is my favorite scene ever. <laughs> um, until love, the next scene. And then the that one becomes your favorite. Him. I love when he brings George the thread to sew his button back on. And he's like, oh, I brought the wrong color thread. This isn't navy. And he's like, this isn't talking? navy. What are you talking about? This isn't a navy tuxedo. And he said... <laughs> That's Navi. <laughs> Armani doesn't make a blue tuxedo. Yeah. <laughs> tuxedo. Oh, uh, that's hilarious. But heartwarming wise, yikes. I think I would agree with Emma that the I think the basketball scene is why the whole movie works. Like if if you didn't get the basketball scene, I don't know if you would understand her and her dad's relationship mm-hmm. as much. Yeah. So I feel like in a way. I'm totally with Emma, even as a like a story level, because that one scene, they play it so well, it's written so well, that you feel like you get the dynamic of how both how close they are and how prickly at some points mm-hmm. your, the relationship is now that, that things have changed. Yeah. And they're both, you can feel them both trying to hold on to that a little Annie playing basketball with mm-hmm. her dad, but also trying to grapple with things are different now. So I think I think it's just... Like the whole movie wrapped up in that one scene. Yeah. So that's where I would go. 
Love it. Okay, now, uh, best line, we'll do that up front, uh, the front half of this, before I give my hot take. Um, best line, the, I have to say, this is not the best line of the movie, but the <laughs> line that lives rent-free in my head yeah. is Martin Short saying, every party has a pooper, that's why we <laughs> that's invited you. George. Banks. I know, but I, then I and then I imported into this movie, okay. <laughs> and then yeah, I was gonna say. So as I was watching it recently, I realized I waited the whole lot, like movie for that, and then and realized it was, it was in Father of the Bride Part <laughs> yeah. Two. So I think it's the Mandela effect in my mind yes. where I have put that line in the movie, and I expect for it to happen, it and it's happened. not even there. So so that's that's what like that's the train wreck I have. I love and also, I put Spencer Tracy, which we're talking about, the Spencer Tracy movie, some of those things in this movie. So it's kind of a blur of, like... It's a hodgepodge. Well, and in my defense, the way we watched this movie growing up was, like, it would just be on at yes. different points. And so sometimes Father of the Bride Part 1 was on, sometimes yeah. Part 2, sometimes the Spencer Tracy one is on. Mm-hmm. No, like, very few times I remember we sat and watched. Like, okay. we're going to watch beginning to end. I got to disagree with that because yeah. I remember Dad being like, you're going to sit here and watch this movie. I do remember that. And I think <laughs> yeah. it's because we're girls. Probably. Probably. But it was like, sit here, watch this movie, and yeah. think about what you're going to do to me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, I have something about that at the end. But, um, okay, so what are the actual best lines of this movie? Okay. Um... I don't know if it's one of the best lines, but one of my favorite moments of the past two years is we went to Disneyland with some of our best friends and shout out TJ Walsh. Shout out to you, TJ. Haven't, I hadn't seen him in years and years. He's one of my best friends. Something was happening where our dads were like worked up about something in Disney as dads can get. Yeah. Yeah, things can happen. Yep. And TJ's walking along, and he goes, "Welcome to the '90s, Mister Bonks." <laughs> and I was like, like dying laughing because that was not a line that I remember <laughs> until that moment. Like it wasn't in my consciousness, and then he said it, and I was like, "That is the perfect thing." To say, and now oh, I feel like I say it all the time. But that has to be one of the best lines now. Well, and I do think, to illustrate your point, like, I think this movie is also one of those movies, kind of like The Princess Bride yeah. a couple of movies ago, where people that have seen it have, like, a common language. It's, yeah. like, a sh- it's like a shorthand, you know what I mean, that you mm-hmm. can use with people, that if they've seen the movie, you've seen the movie, you instantly become, like, okay, you're, yeah. you're okay, it's like a yeah. it's like a check mark. Like, all right, I guess you're all right. It was perfect. Yeah, you had this like whip around moment where you're like, what? <laughs> what? Who said that? <laughs> that is so funny. Oh anyway, gosh. besides that, I have a heartwarming best lines. Okay. It's um, when Nina is coming down the stairs. It's the wedding day. Oh man. I was gonna say this. Okay, and George has this moment, and he looks up and he says. I knew I'd never be able to remember what Nina wore that day, but I also knew I'd never forget the way she looked. Oh, and so it is sweet. beautiful because it's like he's taking this moment to appreciate the woman that he loves, who's the mother of the bride. Yeah. And I just have always thought that that was a really beautiful sentiment that they made a point in the movie 
to draw attention to Nina. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And how much he loves her. Because it's a scary thing to, like, send your baby off to get married. Yeah. And to have that love between two parents is just really special. Yeah. And to remember it on the wedding day, because the wedding is so crazy. Yeah, the wedding day is so crazy, but it's, like, this very clear moment that he's, like, that's the woman I love. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Agreed. That's it. Okay, good. We'll be right back with uh, my hot take and some trivia. Stay tuned. <laughs> Dude, can you say that on a podcast? Yes. Stay, yeah. tuned. Stay, Stay tuned. tuned. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. So my hot take on this movie, since Kara had a hot take a few movies ago, a couple movies ago on The Princess Bride, um, my hot take is George was right about everything. <laughs> So when you watch the movie, even the synopsis you read, you kind of like, George, what a lovable, like, goof, crazy man of a dad. But I think he's right. Everything he gets mad about in the movie. Yeah. And I think it took me becoming a dad to kind of get there, you know? But I'm like, okay, okay. So uh, George was right about Annie's weird delay in talking about being engaged. Yeah. He was right to be concerned that she didn't really know this guy yeah. that well. Yeah. Okay, that was right. He is right to be totally weirded out when he, when Brian's like touching her knee yeah. in front of him. Yeah. Who does that? That was right. so like gross. like meeting the parents for the Yeah, first meeting somebody time. for the first time Do not and your be little like, creepy hands on his daughter's leg? Yeah, gross. I mean, like okay, just be honest. Even if it wasn't his daughter, it would still be weird. Yeah. Because anytime you're like sitting across from somebody and they're like one, the guy yeah, is like grabbing so on somebody's knee. I hate nope. PDA. Nope. The worst. Okay. Um, he was, he's right about the expenses. Yes. He, but listen, this is the, the wedding industrial complex has taken over this country <laughs> and somebody needs to push back. And that man is George Banks. Who's George Banks? <laughs> <Yeah>. Me. <laughs> So I, that is, oh, and then my, the highlight of my argument is he's even right about the hot dog and hot dog buns. Because at one point in the movie, he has a breakdown about hot dog buns and hot dogs not coming in the same quantities. Like, why does that happen? Because of the (laughs) hot dog industrial complex is, is because they want you to have to buy two packages. Yeah, or three, like what? three or four to, to get the same number of hot dogs and hot dog buns. Because mm-hmm. they could just sell you like eight, uh, eight buns and eight hot dogs. Nope. Too easy. So if you're listening, Too easy. hot dog industrial complex <laughs> and wedding industrial complex, George Banks is the, is, is the man of the people. Yes. He's the only sane person in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and he's watching his entire family act in insane ways. Mm-hmm. And he, you know... All things considered, I think he he handles himself maybe not the best he could, but I think we can all acknowledge that he was right. We understand. We understand it. Yeah. yeah, he he was right. And so to me, the movie's set up to make you laugh at George, mm-hmm. which you do, which I think Steve Martin is hilarious in this. But as a dad now, I like watch every scene and I'm like, <laughs> he's right about that too. He's right about that. And you know what part is so Ricky? What? When they're looking through the RSVPs and Nina says that someone died. Yes. And he goes, good. Yes, good. <laughs> and I, it's like, it's so murky. I can see it. 
I don't. Yes. I don't rejoice in people dying. But the it's like, like a like an impulse. Almost. Yeah, yeah, it is. No, it would be true. It would be yes. true. Well, I do, I think that same thought. Anytime we're gonna have dinner with somebody and they cancel, and they, cancel. <laughs> they cancel. You know, like because yes. I'm a mostly an introvert. So anytime somebody was supposed to go to somebody's house and they're like, oh, they got sick, my response is yes. Like, oh yeah. no, I'm sorry. Are they? Is it bad? It's so good. Yeah, it's so. the best. Blood only. Blood only. I don't think. Yeah. Maybe I do identify more with George Banks than I realized. Yeah, I think you yeah. do. Um, that talks to We do. Okay, true story also. Um, my brother-in-law just got married in Guatemala, and uh, it's, I didn't notice on the invitation that it said black tie, oh my gosh. like attire, right? I did not notice this. So like a week before the wedding, or like 10 days before the wedding, I'm like, all right, I need, so I look up what's black tie. And so minimum bow tie with a tuxedo, okay. but there's a division on whether black or blue or like, or other colors are also acceptable. Yeah. The classic is it's black tie, just wear black. Mm -hmm. But some of the modern thinking is you can, you can wear various colors. So I found on sale a blue. A Navi? <laughs> it wasn't quite Navi, but I literally found a blue tuxedo and 100% just went with it. Oh and I get down to the wedding, everybody is wearing black tuxedos. Wow. And I'm thinking maybe this was a mistake until on the bride's side, one of like her, her brother-in-law married to her sister, mm -hmm. same suit. He oh was wearing God. the same okay. exact what? suit. So we're the only two guys and we're like the, not the immediate family, we're like the in-laws. In and I'm talking to him and we're giving each other like the, yup, like. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we, we did do we this. We saw this on sale. <laughs> it was on sale. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so that's my hot take. Love George that. Banks, man of the people. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, so with that, we're going to jump into to, uh, couch surfing trivia, right? Couch trivia. Couch, couch, trivia. <laughs> couch surfing. <laughs> What's couch? Oh, couch surfing is when you stand on people's couches. That's yeah. not what we're talking about. Couch, couch trivia. trivia. Um, so, couch, couch trivia. There's so much with this movie. Oh my gosh. Um, this is uh, some, some great comedic pairings. Um, this is the second movie that Steve Martin and Martin Short are in together. And they are real life best friends. Can they you are. name the first movie? <gasps> oh, it's not The Jerk, is it? No, so. not that one. Is it the one where he plays a mentally handicapped man? What? <laughs> what is no, that? No, not that one. Yeah, that's a real, no, but that's not that one. I don't know. What was it? The three... Oh, Three Amigos. Oh, uh, yes. And that's one we're going to definitely do for this. Yes, oh yes. So they, uh, they saw the magic right there. But, but I credit this movie for solidifying the, like, Steve Martin and Martin Short have to be in things together, yeah. mm -hmm. which is continued all the way up until now. They, like, tour together. Yes. They're in that uh, how, uh, Only Murders in the Building. They vacation together. Yeah, they are real-life besties. Yeah. So... I think we have this movie to thank for solidifying their relationship. Yeah, perfect. And they have are, great rapport. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, and they love making fun of each other yes. so much. Yes. So, so much. <laughs> and Father of the Bride 2 has even more George and Frank oh, yeah. Yeah. gold. Yeah, it's, it's like so good. It's comedy, too. Oh, yeah, it's, so. it's the best. Okay, then Emma was the one that brought to my attention an, an actor we love that I forget every time is in this movie. <gasps> Oh, yes. yeah. Okay, so tell us. Emma, this one's yours. Okay, so... Scoot closer. I'm scooting closer. You have things next to you. 
Um, so I was watching this while I was dealing with like a house situation and on the phone with my dad. So I felt like it shaped my, <laughs> I guess, interpretation of it this time. As I was like texting my dad every five seconds. But in the middle of all that, I look up because I, I have this movie like memorized. So I like can watch it without even looking at the screen. But I look up at the part where they're like auditioning wedding singers. Oh, and yeah. I see Eugene Levy on the screen like singing <laughs> like these <laughs> big band songs. And I was like, what is going on? Because I just looked up and I had to rewind it several times. I was like, has he always been in this? And I just have never noticed. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I've never, I've never really thought like, wait a minute, that's Eugene Levy. Yeah, like that's amazing, and he's in the second one. And he's you in said. the second one. Or he, you said? Uh, yeah, he's Mahalaham. Oh yeah, but it's a different character. <laughs> he's a different character. So they just put him in the movie again as right. a different character. Are they friends? They have in to be real friends. life. They have okay, to be. Well, I think he's Canadian, right? He is Canadian. So maybe it's just like Canadian cabal. Is Martin Short Canadian? Uh, yeah, I thought so. But Steve oh. Martin is not. No, I don't think Steve Martin is. Okay, he grew up in California. I feel like we claim him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say so. Actually, I have a Steve Martin fact. Okay. What? Because it's related to us and magic. So, so. Uh, oh, yeah. This is Steve Martin's first job in show business was actually at Disneyland. Oh, yes. Running on Main Street, on Main Street in the magic shop. Yeah. So he that. would like demo magic tricks. Apparently, there was like a <laughs> magic shop on Main Street. So you would you would go. I don't know if it was Main Street or one of the it other. It is ones. on Main, it was Main Street. Street. Okay. Yes. Yeah. He would demo the tricks, and that was his first job in show mm-hmm. business. There's like, no one ever in that shop. No. And now, no. Uh, which I think is a beautiful symmetry, because now if you want to find this movie, you look it up on Disney Plus. Yes. Yeah. It's just absolutely. Also, uh, I just want to give like a little shout out to Steve Martin because he is definitely going to be listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> he is an amazing writer. Yes. Oh yes. If you have yes, not yes, yes. read. Steve Martin's fiction, mm-hmm. get on it. Okay, I was actually going to recommend his his memoir mm-hmm. called uh, Born Standing Up. Yes, very good. So he good. talks about, it's got lots of great material, and he talks about um, like how overnight he became a sensation, but it took like 10 years mm-hmm. of like like gigging and like staying in crappy hotel rooms and just like living the worst life ever. Yeah. And then he like blew up overnight. And so it's just it's a fa- and he's very funny, mm-hmm. but also very poignant in the book. He's very poignant. He gave yeah. a lot. He gave a lot up, and leads me to my other Steve Martin fact, which is, he's in this movie, and you think he's the perfect dad, right? He just has this great dad energy. No kids. <laughs> he doesn't so, have so actual kids. Like so, at the time of this movie, he doesn't have any actual kids. I don't. I haven't kept up with him. I don't know if he has kids now. Something, but in this movie, for sure, he went from like. And, and he, he even talks about it in his memoir, he didn't really, because he was traveling so much and living this insane co- stand-up comic life, it was almost like he couldn't get married. Mm-hmm. And so he lost like a whole decade okay. of his life. And then he kind of started taking these roles where he began playing the dad. Yeah. Even though he like... Two about a dozen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, later... But he feels like America's dad. Yeah. He has great dad energy, not like like... Daddy, like hot daddy. <laughs> yeah, now. yeah, that that seems inappropriate. energy. He doesn't have like daddy energy, but he has like dad fatherhood yeah. energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, those are my facts. There's so many more I could do, but um, we'll be right back for the trauma meter and borderline inappropriate. (laughs) 
We hope you're enjoying this week's episode. Um, can we ask you for a favor? If you like this podcast, would you take just a second to tell Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get this podcast? Uh, give us however many stars you think are appropriate. Um, be tough. Be fair. Uh, and that's five stars. That's what it is to be tough and fair. Be five stars because we're three adorable adult siblings who still hang out. That's worth five stars. Uh, yeah, don't even think about the podcast when you're rating it. Think about us personally receiving those stars in the mail. How many stars would you want to give us? I mean, I hope it's five. Um, you just do whatever in your heart you feel is right. I mean, I'm no pressure here. I mean, we'll still love you. Uh, we will see your review and know who you are. Um, but just whatever you feel is appropriate. No pressure. You know. Okay, so uh, we're coming back, and we're well, let's do borderline inappropriate first, mm -hmm. because this movie, I remember watching it as as a kid, and I felt like this movie is as clean as a whistle. There's not a <laughs> single objectionable thing in it, because I didn't understand some of the concepts going on, which is which most notably when they're leaving the house, right after they meet, right after right. they meet, yeah, right after Brian, Brian, first of all. Who even likes Brian? He okay. is the worst. Brian Mc... Well, and also, as we mentioned, this is after the... The hand. The, I mean, the hand on the knee. The yes. gropey hand. Yeah. yeah. Brian McGropey. <laughs> Brian McGropey is right. Uh, thus, he will be called Brian McGropey. So, they're leaving this, Ooh. and Steve Martin noticing his future son-in-law is handsy and inappropriate, yeah. uh, signs off with, what is, what's the line? Don't forget to fasten your condom. Yeah. Seatbelt. So, seatbelt. Seat <laughs> and she goes, Daddy. <laughs> so, like, as a kid, you have no idea. You're just like, okay, whatever, you know. I, and so it, it, you did a great impression. What did it sound like as a kid? It's like. Don't forget to fasten your condom. <laughs> you're little. You're little. Emma, no Emma and I were just discussing this when we weren't recording. Like, I never knew what the word was. Yeah. It was like, what, what did he say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and, like, mom would laugh. And mom, mom and dad would laugh. laugh. Or yeah. I, probably not dad as much, but mom would laugh. And it was like, I don't get it. Like, why is yeah, it why is it funny? <laughs> but, we, you know, yeah. It's and one I of those you I just don't. I understood, like, last year. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Well, and, and I do think the, uh, the insinuation about the couple um, being a little gropey and all that stuff is like, okay, yeah, this has been going on. You well, know what I mean? Were, they were in Italy. Yeah, and they were they in were Italy, Italy for they weeks. Met in Italy, hello. For weeks. Yeah, so I don't Red think. Red line is like water. Yeah, so I don't think I got any of that. Uh, is there anything else borderline inappropriate? There's the part where after Brian and Annie have a fight and like. Oh, they start making out in front of George? Making out in front of George and there's like moaning. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just standing. They're like watching them, like, and he can't get down the stairs. Oh, 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 yes, so, yeah, yes. But, like, what kind of freak <laughs> makes out like that in front of their father? Oh, oh, gosh. It's so, so horrible. It's so cringy. I don't know. I mean, my thought, because again, as a teacher, I sometimes hear things where I'm like, why are you telling me this? But then I'm also like, I'm glad you're comfortable, I guess. I guess. So I guess she's just very comfortable. Ugh. I don't know. Yep, that was weird. I don't want to bottle that up. Yep, yes. that was weird. Okay, anything else for Lent? There's that... also an insinuation to Nina and George oh. in their younger days. Oh, wow. Doing things in oh, her do you parents' want to remember... house. Oh, 
What? You want me to name how many rooms we did it in my yeah. house? Uh. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, it's different. Yeah, he yeah. says it's different. <laughs> so. Yeah. Which is what, like, every parent thinks mm-hmm. about their kids making out yes. or yep. discovering Go- dating or whatever. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so tr- I want to do the trauma meter because this, oh, man, this, this is chock full. I, I have one, but I don't think it's the same trauma that you guys have. Okay. What? Oh. Really? Okay. Well, I'll I'll go. Um, I was traumatized when I <laughs> when I discovered how expensive weddings were. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Because just contextually, you you start to realize like, oh my gosh, you have to pay for that, and then this, and then that, and then this, and then that, and then this, mm-hmm. and so, and and here was the problem. Okay, so somebody told me, I never told you guys about this. So somebody <laughs> told me, I don't even know if this is true, but somebody at church told me. Um, oh, if you marry somebody Mexican, a lot of times the the, the groom's groom. parents will pay for the wedding, or at least have to pay. And Dad was said something like, ah, "I'm not doing that," <laughs> you know. And so I just, you know, it was like age 13, 14, whatever. I carried around like, "Oh, I might have to help pay for this." Oh my gosh! Like, oh my you know, like thinking like, "Well, what if I marry somebody from Mexico?" Yeah. Which I, I didn't, but like. What if that happens? And what if I have to pay for the? And then I'm watching this movie and realizing, oh my gosh! And I think this is the first time watching this movie is the first time that I realized life is so expensive. Yeah, like living, just being alive and doing normal things everybody else does. <laughs> yeah, it's so expensive. And so I took on George's financial anxieties. So it is, especially like right now in this economy in this, in this economy, economy everyone is george yes. <laughs> with the hot dog buns yeah with the hot dog buns yeah that's how i feel mm-hmm. all the time now yeah okay so that was my trauma i'm sure nobody else had that same trauma but be- people may have and now they feel seen yeah and there's probably people out there that have financial anxieties that are in this moment tracing it back to father of the bride the un- unbuttoning of the top collar button oh my gosh yeah also uh the other trauma i think really quick is Realizing I might get fat someday, or what? or too too big to fit into my For your suit, my tuxedo. Oh yeah, my gosh. which he fit in pretty well. Yes. Yeah. For an older gentleman. Yeah. It's true. The Spencer Tracy one is better. Oh Spencer God. Tracy's Worse slash better. Definitely oh bi- a little uh, big bigger around mm-hmm. the belly. Bigger around the belly, and so yeah, I I remember thinking, oh no, that's not good either. So all I got from that movie is the thirteen year old is. Life is expensive, and then you also get fat at the same time. Yeah. So that wasn't great. What about you guys? Trauma meter. Trauma, um, I guess I hate that my kids will get married someday mm. and leave me. Um, the part that kills me now as a mom is Annie's last night in her childhood mm. bedroom, and oh, she man. says, or like Maddie's going to bed, and he says, good night, Annie, and she says, good night, Maddie. I love you. I love you too. And then like the first few lines and notes of today I met the boy I'm going to marry play and George like hits his hand to his heart. And it is just, I have a boy and a girl and it it kills me that like that. And I know it's happened to us. We've all been separated. We, none of us live with each other anymore, but it's terrible that we all grow up and we have to live separately. Yeah, that's what, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what um, Cohen was complaining about the other day, my son. Oh. He was like, 
why do I have to move out? Yeah. Because I was explaining awful. to him, like, well, someday you'll have your own house. And mm -hmm. he was just like, why? Yeah. <laughs> and so you, but as a kid, you don't realize that, I, you yeah. know? And so you, you kind of begin to process, oh, I, I may. Now, I will say this, Hispanic asterisk mm -hmm. is that we have all lived with my parents again after we moved out we'll for out. some period of time, yeah. probably more no than once. No one more than me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so we get to do it. So the great thing is if you're Hispanic, you get to do it like yes. multiple times yep. in your life. The part where George is saying she'll never again sit at the table. If you're Hispanic, she will. She will. Yeah, she'll several sit times. sit at that table multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah, she'll this is definitely there. not a Hispanic movie. No. Um, okay, Emma, anything traumatic for you? Or... It was always the part where like he couldn't get to Annie during the wedding. Oh, I always man. remember feeling so anxious oh, about that. Oh, man. And like being like, at my wedding, I'm always gonna make sure. And <laughs> but, it's sad when Nina misses the bouquet. Oh, yeah. That is I sad. missed it. I missed it. Oh. No, he missed it. Is that what she no, okay. This is a this is a thing. What? So I'm sorry to hijack this. But right. growing up, I always thought she said, I missed it. Mm -hmm. But then the subtitles on Disney Plus says he missed because it. Because he missed the moment. But I thought oh. she was sad because she didn't catch the bouquet. Okay. So she was saying, what? I missed it. Oh, I missed it. That like, makes no sense. But yes, it she's does. married. She's already married. But, like, it would, if, like, Coco threw her bouquet and I didn't catch it, I'd be kind of sad. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay, you're, you're crazy. This I think, know. okay, never mind. <laughs> Just telling your daughter, don't let your mother catch your bouquet. We'll have a separate bouquet <laughs> for you, you think Kara. she was saying... He missed it. He missed it. I always yeah. knew he's, she said he missed it. Oh, okay. Because she knows he's been going around trying to find her. Right, right. Okay, yeah. I didn't get that. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so. Never mind. All kinds of like growing up trauma in this movie, yeah. um, but in the best ways. Uh, we'll be right back. Okay, so food or drink pairing. Uh, we're going to carry this over from our mini episode last week on uh, dinner and a movie. So anything you guys recommend with this movie? White wine. White wine, always. Why, okay, why? <laughs> I know Nina drinks it at dinner. Okay. Like multiple times. Multiple times. I know also um, in Father of the Bride 2, they had the white wine and then that's when the baby was consumed. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> in the kitchen. Some really good white wine. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Also, um, if you can get your hands on some chipper chicken. <laughs> what is chipper chicken? What? Remember, Frank is talking about all the different entree options. Okay, yes, yes, and yes, yes. He's yes, trying yes. to say cheaper chicken. <laughs> chipper chicken. But George says, I want the chipper chicken. <laughs> so mean. I forgot about that. that Another Ricky sense. part. Yeah. But yeah. Some chicken tenders. I mean, you cannot beat a good chicken tender. Chicken I will so eat it any time of day. White wine and chicken tenders. That's our official recommendation. Ooh. Treat okay. yourself. Treat yourself. That's a spicy meal. Okay. Um, I love it. Okay, last category. Even though we can go on forever about this movie, people's patience is somewhat limited at some point. <laughs> um, the last category is why did our dad make us watch this? And I will go first. Because one of the things I think, you know, when, when you're a parent, one of the reasons I think dad had it on a lot and made you guys watch it, if, even if he didn't make me watch it, is this, watching this movie, I don't remember what age I was, but I really do think this is the first time I thought about 
the fact that being a parent is hard. <laughs> because when you're a kid, you know, you just, you're a kid. Mm-hmm. And so you think, okay, my life is hard. Like these are all the things going on in my life. And, and this movie being the, from the perspective of George Banks made me realize, oh, wait a second. My mom ha- had this whole life and is going to have b- before me and is going to have this whole life when I'm not as, you know, around as much. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and that being a parent is hard, that you actually raise your kids and you get, you know, maybe succeed, quote unquote, to get them, you know, to college age or beyond. And then they leave. And even if, and here's the thing, that's the reason I don't think it's about a wedding. Even if they don't get married, it just, in this case, the wedding is this sort of common American thing that everybody can relate to. But even if it's, they go study abroad or they move out or they change, you mm-hmm. know, in these ways, it's, it's never the same. And the house you had growing up with them growing up in it is, you can't get it back. Mm-hmm. And while they go on, they're kind of on the upswing of life. Like they're like looking at the next horizon, they're going, you as a parent end up looking backward a lot, Yeah, you know, and you realize like, oh man, it went by so fast. Mm-hmm. So, um, like I have a 10 year old now, my oldest kid is 10 and I, it is mind boggling to me yeah. that he's been around in my life for 10 years. And this is the thing, watching Father Everybody that freaked me out, realizing in 10 years, this will have happened or it will be happening. So his 10 year life did not seem that long. Yeah. And all of a sudden you think, okay, just double, you know, another one of those. And he's like gone. And I think sometimes we think like, oh, the little years go by really quickly, but maybe the teenage years won't go by so quickly. Mm. But everything I've heard from parents is they still will. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be like, oh, everything went really quick. Now it'll slow down. No. Yeah. And I think, so I think the movie made me, in a good way, this may not be a dad's master plan, but I think the movie made me in a good way see my mom and dad like as their own person. Yeah. Um, not just as my dad or as my mom, mm-hmm. but as their own person with their own things they're going through in life, their yeah. own challenges and struggles and difficulties and and also just the reality that some of my happiest moments will for them be mixed with sadness. You know, like gr- I still remember graduating uh, from college, you know, for me, that was kind of that moment in a lot of ways and realizing, okay, well, I'm going, you know, I'm going forward in life, like things are happening, but my relationship to my parents changed mm-hmm. because it kind of I, life, adult life started. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, when I think about that, it honestly like freaks me out. Like I've, I have three kids and Realizing, okay, wait a minute, I. I'm gonna be my parents someday. Yeah, yeah, and it's not good if I'm already George Banks. Yeah. Like if I'm already there at thirty something, uh, what am I gonna be like in ten to twenty years, guys? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think all the like big moments that we have are tinged with some melancholy. Yeah. Like when I had Coco, I was a baby too, and I was so scared, and then I had her. And I remember looking at her and thinking, I love her so much. My mom loves me this much. Oh, man. And it was like a knife to my heart that I realized 
that my mom loved me as much as I loved Coco. And I've done so many things to hurt her or oh. that were just like bratty. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah. And I remember just crying and being like, I'm so sorry. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I never knew. Like, I just kept saying, I never knew. I never knew. And I don't think you ever really know. Yeah. Mm. We don't realize what they they gave up for us, yeah. even just in little ways and big ways. Yeah. Mm. And now, like, very emotional. I know. <laughs> uh, anything for you, Emma? Um, I think Dad, I remember Dad making me watch this with him to kind of, like, kind of go back to what he <laughs> said, be like, this is what it's going to be like when you're older, so just make sure you remember, like, not only, like, the stressfulness, but yeah. also, like, the sweet moments. Yeah, yeah he was always, like, remember, like, don't forget this. Yeah, because, like, it's crazy. I'm, like, I've been in so many weddings, but it's, like, oh, my gosh, it's insane. Yeah. So, now yeah. I'm, like, yeah, I understand now, so. Yeah. I think this is a great movie to show your kids to help them be compassionate mm-hmm. toward you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then they're going to show their kids. Because, oh, and he, here's the thing I like about the movie, I guess, in closing, is like, if you're a kid like we were, you will enjoy the movie. Yeah. Because Steve Martin is funny. The talk, you know, them talking is funny. If you don't like anything else, Frank is yeah. hilarious. I mean, my kids, boy and girl, love this movie. But, so you get it, you, like, you get in with that layer, right? Mm-hmm. Of just, it, of humor. But then there's a whole movie underneath all the funny parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's, we started talking about this at the beginning, I think that's why it's endlessly rewatchable. Yeah. Because so. if it was just the humor, like, you know, we're going to do Three Amigos, but I'll use Three Amigos as an example. Three Amigos is the humor, but there is nothing There's under nothing it. Under <laughs> like, like, some days you need that, right? Some days you need just, I'm escaping yeah. reality and whatever. But I have not ever seen Three Amigos as much as I've seen this movie. And I think part of it is, this movie has a poignancy that's underneath all the humor. Yeah. That totally is is wonderful. Okay, mm-hmm. last thing. Uh, between Spencer Tracy, Father of the Bride 1, Father of the Bride 2, what's, what's your favorite? Father of the Bride, Spencer Tracy is scary. It, there's that scary scene. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. He's having a nightmare at the church and, like, the floor, like, eats him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, Elizabeth Taylor is... No matter how timeless she is, she's like <laughs> bratty, bratty and crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, I understand why he is the way he is. <laughs> if this is his child, yeah. Annie's kind of like crazy, but not crazier than any other two, 22 year old I would no. know. And she's like her dad, and so she's just like, like George. Yeah, it's understandable. But let's all agree, Brian is not like a winner. Wow, it's the name, so Brian McGroby. <laughs> <laughs> He's not my favorite. No, I always thought he looked like he was about to cry. Like, at every, any second. Yeah, and he always calls George dad. Yeah, and I was okay. like, that's so weird. I it forgot about that. so much. Yes, not earned. No. Okay, no. I think you would agree that you need to, like, sort of earn the right yeah. to call... An in-law dad. An in-law dad yeah. or mom. Like, that's... You can't just, like, no. grab it. No. no. Even if somebody, like, calls dad Joe... <gasps> And they're under, I would say, 45. <laughs> I'm like, excuse me, that is Mr. Alcantara. Don't call him Joe. Yeah. Like, don't call, that's my dad. Yeah. Agreed. So if you're out there, you're <laughs> under 45. Don't call him Joe. Don't call him Joe. You call him Mr. Alcantara. Yes. Agreed. All right. 
Well, if you haven't already, please uh, give us five stars on Spotify and Apple. That does help other people find the show. And it really is the only way that the algorithms at these massive corporations know that people like this content and show it to other people. So, um, it's it, all we've got. So it's if you're weird like us. Yes. Please. So, and pass this pass podcast along uh, to a friend that loves old movies and was forced to watch um, parenting film, uh, parent, like movies that their parents made them watch. And one fun thing about this podcast, as I've talked to people, I think it's becoming true that almost every parent made their kid watch at least some mm-hmm. movies. So on your Apple podcast review, let us know what movies your parent made you watch. And maybe we'll take some of those as suggestions yeah. for the pile. And every once in a while, watch one that we've never seen, right. but that other people's parents made them watch mm-hmm. and go from there. So uh, with that, we'll see you next time. Do we seem as old as our aunts and uncles did growing up? No. 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 Okay, why not? I don't know. We're cooler. Yeah. <laughs> or less mature, maybe? It's, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's less mature. Okay.